You're listening to the Marketing Sales Superstar with Andrew S. Kaplan. And now your host, Andrew S. Kaplan. What's up, boys and girls? My name is Andrew S. Kaplan, and you are the Marketing Sales Superstar. It's been a little while since our last episode. Uh, official statement on that one is I just loved those last two interviews I did so much. I wanted to give you guys an extra little bit of time to consume and enjoy those, which I'm hoping you did because we've got a whole different topic that we're going to dive into today. And this one is definitely timely. We're going to be really getting into the whole Gillette marketing message of the Me Too movement issue that came up this week. But first, a quick reminder. Uh, number one, we are on about nine or ten platforms now. So you are welcome to check out this podcast on Anchor FM, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast, and Podbean. So If any of those are your preferred platform for consuming podcasts and other content, it's there for you. Feel free to go to marketingsalesuperstar.com to check out the convenient link for any of those options. Uh, Also, it doesn't matter what you're selling is selling on amazon.com right now. So if you haven't checked out that book yet, now is the time. I've been strongly considering raising the price on it. Right now, though, you can get the Kindle version for $4 and and the paperback version for just 10. So if you were going to make a move to do that, this week is a really good one because I guarantee you I'm not going to raise the prices in the next couple of days. And you know what? I might not at all, but I am considering it. So go ahead and take advantage of that opportunity right now. Uh, Also, if you go a little bit down on the page for MarketingSalesSuperstar.com, I've got a video that gives you some blurbs of Amazon reviews so you can hear what other people who have actually read the book have to say about it, feel free to check that out. With that said, like I had mentioned, uh, this we're really going to be talking about Gillette today, and we're also going to be talking about Dollar Shave Club, because something really interesting happened this week, which I thought was a wonderful opportunity to teach a lesson about, and that, of course, is regarding Gillette and their latest marketing message. So I'll let you guys find the video for yourself. But uh, essentially, Gillette has done a bit of a U-turn and they've changed their marketing message in line with the times. And you know, a lot of videos are actually out there. They're comparing a Super Bowl commercial that Gillette did 30 years ago to the one that just came out. And you know, the one, this is obviously about you know masculinity and about the Me Too movement and where we are today as a society. And Gillette is making a very interesting choice. They've decided to cater a brand new message in line with the Me Too movement. And it's got a lot of people pissed the fuck off. Because they're basically changing things up. They're switching their whole marketing message from the best a man can get, which is what they've been for decades and which is how they've positioned themselves in terms of embracing and celebrating masculinity and now they switch things up into a commercial that everyone's got their political views but a lot of men are looking at it as a statement on toxic masculinity a lot of men are looking at this as an attack they're looking at this as an insult they're looking at it as a situation where Gillette is essentially insulting and alienating 
a huge core base of their business. Is this the right move? Well, it depends on how you look at it. I will say this. They are a big enough company that even if this was the wrong move, it's not the politically wrong move, and therefore they will be able to survive it, even if they piss off a lot of people along the way. In fact, you know, last year when Nike went in a very specific political direction with Colin Kaepernick, uh, they, they were fine and I knew they would be. There was a lot of people on one side saying that they would not be purchasing any more Nike products. And honestly, I don't know if that was the case, if they actually stopped purchasing them. But I do know that stock prices went up and I knew that that was going to happen because Nike was very strategically catering their message to people that were entering the market versus people that are more than likely on the way out anyway. And if I sound jaded in that statement, I just want to remind you, this isn't about whether you agree with them or not. That's a whole different conversation. I could tell you in my own opinion and what common sense would also tell me, there was at least a portion of executives at Nike that I don't believe were really aligned with that message and were really about manipulating the customer base and making money. And that's fine if you realize it. It is what it is, right? And again, that's just my opinion, so who knows? But I bring this all up because we have another scenario here with Gillette also because I, my opinion my gut tells me that there are a number of people that are behind this message that actually believe in it and a number of people, you know, high ranking in there that don't believe in the message but just want to strategically position themselves in a politically favorable way. And it is what it is. And again, you guys can check out the commercial yourselves to see, but it'll be clear for you when you're watching it. It's certainly a different message than what Gillette has been preaching towards for decades. And... Again, it's something that's got a lot of people pissed off and a lot of people wondering why they made that move. Now, where am I going with this? Well, we have Dollar Shave Club, who is now basically in the middle of a golden opportunity to do something about this, but I guarantee you they won't. And this episode, really, um, I want to use this as a, as a teaching opportunity for you, but I want to remind you this is about something that you can do when you're a smaller company. You see, Dollar Shave Club used to be the up-and-comer. They used to be the underdog. They used to be that brand-new kid on the block with very unique and very authentic marketing that just won so many people over and, and helped them grow rapidly to a billion-dollar company. But now they are a billion-dollar company. In fact, now they're owned by a billion-dollar company. See, while Gillette is owned by Procter & Gamble... Dollar Shave Club is owned by Unilever, and my research into this company tells me that they are definitely not going to want to get on the other side of this argument. They're definitely not going to want to diminish the Me Too movement in any way. So if there ever was a situation where they were going to capitalize on this, that wasn't going to be the way anyway. And honestly, whether you're a big company or small, it I mean, that's a risky move. No one's really going to do that. But that doesn't mean that Dollar Shave Club can't take advantage of this in another way. Now, again, I don't think they're going to because they are too big. They don't want to risk being on any kind of side of this. And they can't join the conversation either because if they do, that's horrible for their positioning. It just it makes them look like followers. It makes it look like, once again, Gillette comes first, Gillette is Coke, and Dollar Shave Club is Pepsi. 
You know, it looks like basically Gillette is the top leader in this game and Dollar Shave Club is just a pretender. And that's the last thing that they're going to want to do for their positioning. So they can't just go in and be like, hey, you, you know what Gillette said? Well, well yeah, we, we think that too. Just can't happen. But then again, with Unilever and with how big they are, they can't start doing advertising or marketing that accuses Gillette of promoting toxic masculinity and and diminishing men and, and going on that side of politics. They can't do that either. They're kind of caught in a nearly no-win situation except, and this is where the lesson comes in for you, except if they could find a way of making fun of Gillette without diminishing the message while simultaneously separating themselves as a product of superior quality and therefore give themselves superior positioning. That is what they should be doing. And I mention that to you because I don't know what game you're in. I don't know what industry. I don't know the market. I do know that you might be in a market, though, where there are certain companies, certain competition that has market share and also has a certain message that's out there that's already on display that can be manipulated and leveraged to your advantage if only you would go a strategic route and do so. If only you would just pull the trigger and decide to highlight whatever they're doing in a way that makes you look better. Now, how could Dollar Shave Club actually accomplish this if they wanted to? Well, again, they're too scared to actually do this. But the key thing in my estimation that they want to go to is go to what kind of got them to the show. Use what got them to the dance. Go back into that nice, fun, goofy, authentic, off-the-cuff kind of underground style of marketing that was embracing masculinity and not toxic masculinity, but healthy masculinity. And the way to do that is to kind of grasp on to the main underpinning idea here that Gillette is going about is going with, and that's evolution. That's improvement. That's the next level. Whether or not you agree with what that next level means and what that actually is, that's what Gillette is promoting here. They're talking about the next evolution of man. And because they've want because they've gotten there first and because Dollar Shave Club can't beat them to the punch, what Dollar Shave Club needs to do instead is position themselves as the evolved product. If I were in charge, what I would have them do was go on a marketing campaign that just it hammers home the same point about this is about evolution. This is about taking the next step. This is about being a leader. This is about the world changing. And that's why our products are evolving. That's why our products are superior. That's why our products are always coming with the times and always meeting the needs of whatever else and always improving. They basically want to put themselves there that this is about their product. Their product is the thing that they're improving. They're not even making a statement over whether men are improving or not. They're not even in that conversation anymore because, again, Gillette beat them to the punch. What they have to do is they have to hijack the conversation about the product. And there are very funny, very goofy ways that the same creators who made those original commercials could do that could position themselves in this way. So that's really the, the gist of where I'm going here. Again, when someone beats you to a conversation, you either have to hijack that conversation by going the complete different route, or you have to change what that conversation is. And that would have been my recommendation to Dollar Shave Club. But again, I guarantee you, you won't see it. All I can do is ask you, 
What can you take from this that you can use to your advantage? Where is a competitor of yours taking a conversation in a way that you can leverage, in a way that's already in the mind and hearts of your customers and kind of tweak it and make it work for your message so that you end up being the person who owns that conversation and you end up being the person who owns the positioning in your customer's mind. So that's really all I got for you on today's episode. A quick little reminder. It Doesn't Matter What You're Selling is out. Uh, It's been out for a month. It's been getting great reviews. It's on Amazon right now. So I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, Right now it's $4 Kindle, $10 paperback. I've been considering raising the price. I I, I always have these different thoughts. There's, There's something to be said about how you price things out. And I think that the content is worth way more than what I've got in there. And I might change the price to reflect it, so we'll see. But I can guarantee you for this week, uh, it's going to stay the way it is. So if you want to grab it, now is the time. Also, as I close out every single episode of the Marketing Sales Superstar, um, I've got two offers for you if you're interested. Um, you know, Obviously, at this point in time, it's going to cost you a solid $2,000 just to start working with me, regardless of what direction we want to take. But I always believe in giving an added benefit to listeners of this podcast. So if you go to marketingsalessuperstar.com, you've got yourself two offers, uh, one of which is a reduced fee option, where if you just want to have a session with me about something, I dramatically reduce the fee. Again, only because you're a listener. I don't advertise that anyplace else. So uh, today's a busy week. I'm going to give that to the first four people who grab it. And that offer will be good till, I guess, four people claim it or until my next episode where I reset it. I probably change the price. Who knows? But go there, check it out. You'll see what kind of reduced rate you can get. And it's up to you if you want to take me up on it. Another way, cheap bastards. If you don't even want to pay any money, you know what? That's cool. But this is all about value creation. So if you want to get a free session with me, that is not a guarantee, but that is a possibility for you. So what you can do is you can select that as an option that you want to apply for on that podcast, on that page rather. And if your issue, your marketing, sales, branding, advertising concern, whatever it might be, wherever it might fall, whether it's social media, whether it's print, whatever it might be, if it's something that I can help you with, but I also feel that in the solving of that issue for you would be of benefit for the audience at large, then I'll get you a free session. Just understand we're going to record it and I'll likely share it on a future podcast episode or in some other way for my listeners or my audience. Again, this is about creating a win for you. It's also about creating a win for other people listening because it is my hope that every time we solve some kind of issue in any kind of industry or any kind of market, it can translate into other markets and other industries in ways that most people don't even know how to fathom. But it's an option. It's there for you. So by all means, feel free to go to marketingsalessuperstar.com and apply for that option. That's all I got for you today. Hoping that you got something out of this brief message and this brief lesson about what Dollar Shave Club could and should be doing with everything going on in Gillette and the media. My name is Andrew S. Kaplan. You are the marketing sales superstar. And if you didn't know that already, you just found out. I'll talk to you guys later.